listening to the My Pet Podcast, the show for pet lovers of Australia and around the world. Proudly brought to you by Australia's trusted online pet supply store, Vet and Pet Direct. Welcome to the My Pet Podcast. I'm Beck, and I'm joined by Dr. Glenn. Hello. In this episode of My Pet Podcast, we're going to discuss hotspots. So hotspots are actually a really sort of nasty sore that develops on dogs. Yep. Can happen on cats? Um, occasionally, yep. but it's pretty much a dog problem. Yep. Yeah. So um, first off, just before we get started, this is general advice that may or may not be suited to you and your pet. And if you've got any concerns about your pet's health, please contact your veterinarian. Yep. Um, Glenn, so hotspots, what are they? Um, horrible, pussy, red, bleeding yep. sores somewhere on your dog. <laughs> That's pretty much sums it up. Yep. It's quite distinctive. They are quite a distinctive sort of look when they get going, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, they, they usually are. I mean, and they can be solo or they can have multiples mm, and, and they yes. just, um, if you see them on day one, which is usually not the case, um, yep. they start as small, little, red, weepy spots yeah. um, that become increasingly large very quickly. Yeah, like very they just quick. like double or more in size yep. every day for a while and, and they don't keep doubling in size into infinity. I've never seen a dog completely covered in a hot spot. But, I mean, they can literally be like two centimetres wide one day and then five centimetres the next mm. day and ten centimetres the next day, that's for sure. Like, they get massive. Yeah, um, and they're usually very um, itchy and uncomfortable yeah. um, and... That's why they, uh, you know, granulomatous um, yep. infections, basically, pyo, um, just meaning pussy, and, and they are just very, very uh, itchy and painful. Yep. So if they can reach them to lick and chew it, and they do, um, mm-hmm. and if they can't do that, they usually scratch them with their back foot if they're somewhere up the front yep. of the body. Yeah. So they're uh, technically, medically called pyotraumatic dermatitis, yep. meaning that it's a trauma to the skin, essentially. Yep. Yep. Um, and they really have... As Glenn said, a really red, inflamed look about them, and they double in size daily, yep. and they um, are really sore, yep. really painful. And, I mean, they're, they're thickening of the skin um, and discharge on the skin. It's not underneath the skin. Like yep. The skin can be quite swollen. Like the skin can be two or three times thicker than it mm. should be, but as opposed to an abscess, which is infection underneath the skin, this yep. is infection of the actual skin yep. itself. Um, and, yeah. it, I mean, they can, you know, for the untrained eye, they can sort of look a bit similar because there's, bloody oozy stuff coming yeah. out of the skin um, and, you know, an abscess that's usually coming out in one spot, whereas yes. these are just the whole lot of the affected area is just yeah, oozing, yeah. oozing pus and, and bloody stuff. That's yeah. the best way to sort of um, tell the difference, I guess, is your abscess normally sort of drains from one spot, yeah. one little hole in that big lump of infection, yeah. whereas these hot spots are just... Um, yeah, the whole area of the skin looks like it's rotting away. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I mean, it can be hard too because usually they're in um, you know, more commonly in um, thick-coated, double-coated, mm-hmm. longer-haired dogs. So when that pus and ooze is there, well, it almost sort of mats up and you've just got this big wet mat and it's painful. Yep. Um, so a lot of the time you can't get a decent look at it yep. because it's just, you know, the dog isn't very keen on you trying yep. to part the hair or or it's all matted down and scabbed up and, yep. and you know, stuck all together with yep. goop basically. Yeah. And because they are more common in those sort of long, thick-coated dogs like your Labradors, your Retrievers, German Shepherds, they really seem to get them. Yep. Um, they can go from sort of that real small, uh, like two-centimetre problem quite quickly to that 10 centimeter problem without notice yeah quickly and and you don't see the initial bit probably yep. a lot of the time because it's sort of hidden away um, yep. and it's not as itchy and it's not as bad and then all of a sudden it pops up and, and you've got you know yeah a bit as big as a, a tea saucer 
yeah. um, that's affected sometimes. Yeah, it's amazing. It's really nasty. It, yeah, they get really nasty. So what's the actual, like, cause of them? I mean, we see them a lot more in summer in yeah. the hot, humid weather or hot, humid climates. Yeah. So it, I mean, it's, it's a multifactorial thing, mm-hmm. basically. I mean, definitely um, coat type's got something to do with it, but you do see it in shorter-haired dogs, daffies, yeah. and, and those sort of dogs. That, they've got shorter hair, certainly, but it's actually more common in the longer-haired ones. Um, anything that causes redness or inflammation in the skin can potentially you know, cause it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's right from allergies. I mean, are particularly likely to do it. So allergies, you've got hot, red, inflamed skin, yep. um, and that goes um, to um, make a more favourable environment for bacteria to grow. It's primarily mm-hmm. a bacterial problem as opposed to a, like a fungal mm-hmm. yeast problem. Um, and you just get an overgrowth of, of staph, basically, like the normal yep. bugs of the skin because it's a more favourable environment. But those bacteria can actually damage the tissue on their own, which is why it tends to spread mm-hmm. um, quite quickly. So, yeah, certainly allergies can cause it. Um, I mean, sometimes you never really know. Like they end up as a as a hotspot, which is a you know, generic term for yeah. what it looks like now. But the initial, you know, cause of the initial small skin lesion you know sometimes you don't know if the dog's got a history of you know choose its feet and its itchy ears mm. and or has had multiple hot spot troubles okay you know allergies is the allergy. most likely thing um but i mean i've you know seen pets where you know that they've had you know a mild dog fight scuffle yep. you know a couple of days earlier and, and there's not actually an abscess there but you've got a hot spot so okay was there a you know a small wound of some mm-hmm. sort that's caused the inflammation the break Off in the, the skin. skin in the first place and and caused it from there i mean i'm assuming and i'm sure that you know insect bites can occasionally mm-hmm. do it um you know grazes of any sort yeah. um could do it um but anything that causes yeah redness of the skin could potentially start off that that cycle and, and definitely you know heat and humidity in summer um at the the skin level again particularly in those longer haired thicker coated dogs yep. um that local environment is just more favorable for those bacteria needs to grow so the more hot and humid it is the the more likely it is for those bugs to grow yeah, yeah. that's they just like that sort of weather yeah. and that's why that thick coat because they're not getting the same level of like air or drying to yeah. them are they so yeah. they just and it just becomes like a vicious cycle of you know, mm. small wound gets a bit itchy lick and chew it or scratch at it, damages small tissue, that ooze spreads to the skin next door and, and it just infects it and, and causes yeah. troubles. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're pretty – they can come on quite suddenly and, like, for as you said, for no – what seems to be no reason. And yeah. unfortunately you can't – because that infection is spread so um, ferociously, you can't, as the vet, actually – find the initial no. spot. Yeah, you can have, well, find the initial spot and, and prove yeah. what the initial cause of the problem was. Yeah. But, I mean, if you've got a hot spot on a dog, as I said, that's got, you know, itchy ears and itchy feet or, or has had multiple, you know, redness and inflammation yeah. areas, I mean, the, the allergy is the most likely, most yeah. common cause of it. Um, and sometimes just bad luck happens. Yeah, yeah well, that's yeah. right. Um, Treatment-wise then, I guess, it's a, it's definitely one that you need to get them into the vet for because it is a bacteria of the skin. Yeah. And the skin is the largest organ. <laughs> yeah. It can spread quickly. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's certainly, you know, by the time we see them, uh, most of them are, you know, definitely need veterinary help. I mean, yep. if you catch them early, 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 I mean, sometimes there's, you know, topical um, antimicrobial washes and that sort mm-hmm. of thing that can, you know, get on top of the bacterial population. But a lot of the problem is, um, it's itchy, so there's the self-trauma side yeah. of things, and you get that you know, oozy stuff on top, and, and there's only so much you can treat topically on the outside because that skin is quite thickened, and, mm-hmm. I mean, most of them end up on um, systemic, as in oral antibiotic yeah. therapy, um, to cover for the infection from the inside out, yeah. um, and something on the outside to help to um, cover for the, the bacterial infection and, and stop it from spreading yeah. to, to the healthy tissue, healthy skin next door, yeah. and um, and treat the active, active infection that's there. Mm-hmm. 
um, they're itchy and it's sore, so mm. something to reduce that inflammation yep. certainly um, and help them to stop traumatising. So, uh, I mean, Sometimes some of them cone of shame. some of them end up with cones on, but I mean that doesn't sort of fix it a lot of the time. Mm. I mean, if you've got a hot spot on the side of your face and you put a cone on it, um, it just they end up with the inside of the cone smeared yeah. and blood and pus and everything yeah. else. Um, I mean, sometimes in the short term, just to, while the medication's working to settle it mm. down, um, we certainly use um, topical combination ointments like um, lignocaine, so local anaesthetic, mm. with some topical cortisone, which is a very um, good anti-inflammatory in the short term with some... Um, topical antibiotic in it as yep. well so combination creams that really help to settle down and break that cycle of self-trauma and sort of infection takes the pain on the outside out of it. yeah, yeah. like i said it makes it you know not itchy and, mm. and just can't yeah can't feel it too hurt um but you don't want to scratch any crap out of it at the same no. time yeah it's often very difficult for you when they come in um to examine it because they can be in quite a significant amount of pain. They Absolutely, don't want yeah. that hair around it pulled around because yeah. it hurts. It's so, really painful. Yeah, and so. it's a hard one. I used to, um, and a lot of vets still do. Like you know, sometimes you'll sedate them and, yep. and, and clip and clean and scrub that area, mm-hmm. sort of thing. Oh, I've sort of got the stage where I think like. I mean, clipper rash is certainly a thing, yep. um, and the more you traumatise the skin around it, I yep. think sometimes it makes it get worse. So I'm sort of, you know, going towards now less um, invasive sort of treatment, certainly systemic antibiotics from inside and, and like your antibacterial shampoos like mm-hmm. your malicebs and cebazoles and, and so medicated. medicated shampoos yeah. that, that have an antibacterial effect. Mm-hmm. Um, like settle it down, make it more comfortable, use those on the outside to um, sort of, you know, lather up as much as you, as you can mm-hmm. and sometimes like the first day you can't really do that on the outside yeah. um so it's just yeah it's your vet's call do we yep. you know treat it aggressively but you know i, I don't want to stir that skin up mm. anymore sometimes i mean and clipper rash is actually can actually be the start of it sometimes it can yeah. sometimes yeah i've seen pets that have been groomed like you know three oh. or four or five days before and they yeah. end up with hot spots so it's just a, yeah it's it's a, it's a hard problem but yeah I, I tend to treat them like um the actual wound itself a bit less aggressively than i yep. used to because i just used to see dogs that they you know that what the next day they're sort of worse sometimes yeah, yeah. Um, because of i think what you've done um but yeah every vet's different yeah and they can make a call on that but really it's um the principles are got to get on top of the bacterial mm-hmm. um, infection you've got to get on top of the inflammatory side of things and, and if there is a suspicion of allergic troubles we you know we've got newer prescription medications mm-hmm. that aren't cortisone based um internally to to help settle down allergies and inflammation certainly you know we'll still use cortisone yep. sometimes um, because it is such a potent anti-inflammatory yep. and, and inflammation such a big part of the problem um it's a double-edged sword because yep. um, cortisone suppresses the immune system to a certain extent yes. and you've still got infection there so again it's a case-by-case basis uh-huh. for that but um but you know an anti-inflammatory effect of some sort is usually warranted yep. and your non-steroidal anti-inflammatories which are really good for arthritic pain and muscular yep. pain it's something aren't as effective um, for the skin, skin side of things so um again yeah vets call on, yep. on which way you want to go there but it's treating the problem that we've got now and treating the cause of it that it started Mm with um and then you get into the prevention side of things as well yeah how long would you be treating it for does is it because it's quite a significant sort of infection by the time you see them yeah i mean most of them settle reasonably quickly i mean antibiotics wise it's it's as long as you need to but as little as you have to um and usually that's i mean seven day course i mean the odd skin case i mean it's extended um antibiotic courses but a lot of time you know seven ten days it's you're on top of things well and truly and and Mm -hmm. just the topicals um after that um, which aren't antibiotics, they're, they're antimicrobial, but it's mm-hmm. not antibiotics, um, is, is enough to continue that treatment and, and get it back mm-hmm. to normal. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, so prevention-wise, if we've got a dog, a thick-haired dog or a dog that's prone to these hot spots, there's a few things that you can do to try and um, prevent them from occurring as often, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Um, I mean, if you've got an underlying allergic problem that's the potential cause of it in the first place, there's um, we've done a couple of podcasts on allergies, allergies, allergies and that sort yep. of thing, so there's lots of different things. You know, as a long-term preventative measure mm-hmm. you can do, I mean, certainly omega-3 oils, fish oil supplements mm-hmm. in the diet um, can be of assistance. There's a number of, you know, your turmerics and, um, and other um, anti-allergy um, supplements that you yep. can use that, that, you know, make them probably less likely to have troubles. Um, definitely those long-haired dogs um, in, you know, the heat and humidity. If you've got a, uh, like a medicated shampoo, sometimes preemptively, like just yes. like a weekly bath to, to knock back that overgrowth of bacteria and yeast. Um, I mean, I see um, lots of dogs that, you know, got a little clam or they've got a, you know, mm. fish pond or something in the yard and they're wet all the all bloody the time, time um, and they just don't dry out. I mean, if you've yep. got a double-coated German Shepherd or something mm-hmm. and he gets wet once a day, he's wet for the day. Yes. Um, and that's providing a, a better... Um, you know, environment for those yep. bugs to grow. So sometimes it's it's bathing on a preventative basis with those antimicrobials just to try and um, make the coat less likely mm. to, to harbour those bacteria. There's a few medicated, well, quite a few medicated shampoos out yep. there now. With a common one that's been around forever is the Maliseb. Yep. It works well. Does yep, the job yeah, there's... Mel and the Cebazol and, yep. and the um, the pores medicated um, have got certainly antimicrobial effects without being antibiotic and, and looking yep. at you know, increasing antibiotic resistance yep. and all that sort of thing. And you can safely use them on a weekly basis as Correct. your yeah. Yeah, yeah. usual wash. And so. usually, I mean, you certainly need to follow directions. As yes, in absolutely. They're only working while they're on the coat, uh-huh. so it's wet down, lather up, leave it on there for 10 minutes as yep. a rule, depending on the on the shampoo before you rinse it back yeah. off again. Um, and there's definitely uh, like conditioners that you can leave on the coat that have like a barrier effect and, and makes um, for some uh, longer-term anti-inflammatory effect yep. like your colloidal oatmeal-based shampoos yep. and, and conditioners and that sort of thing. Um, but it's really just trying to minimise the cause of the mm-hmm. problem and minimise that, that overgrowth of, yep. of bacteria. Yeah. And I'm guessing also if you get one treatment – um, early is always better than oh, late. Absolutely. And, and once you fix. know what you're, you know what you're looking for, sometimes you can catch them early. But That's I mean, right. sometimes you can't. They've, yeah. they've just got such a thick coat. But it's just okay if you see you know chewing on a, at a spot. You know, it's it not necessarily that's what's going on. But you know if you can catch them at the mm-hmm. you know when they're very small, sometimes your topical antimicrobials you know can work. Yeah, um, and exactly. if they're always on, you know your omega three oil supplement. I mean, itchy dogs you know should be on a fish oil of some sort, yep. in my opinion. Um, and and it just helps. Yeah, helps you that skin you won't stop at all. Um, but it certainly you'll usually have less flare-ups with yeah. less severity. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that sort of explains our hot spots or yeah. the pyotraumatic dermatitis. Yeah, as it's, it's just called. You know, really common thing, and and it's frustrating because what caused it? Um, yeah. and, and a lot of time you can't tell because they all end up looking the same. And you also think, uh, I mean, I've had a dog with one, and you sort of look at them and go, "Holy, where did that come from? Yeah. <laughs> How did I miss that?" Well, yeah. no, it does double that quickly. Yeah, it's, no, it can, can come up quite yeah. quick. Yeah. yeah. So. Basically, if you think your dog's a little hotspot dog, um, get them in and get them checked by, by your vet your yep. and go from there. Treat what's there now and get a long-term plan in place. Exactly. Yep. That's it. That's all we got, guys. Awesome. Thanks, Thank guys. You. Bye. Bye.